Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big, plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. Hi guys, it is Lauren and Tiana Lee. We just wanted to come on today with a new episode. We want to talk on mental health because that is a big thing that needs to be a priority for everyone. No matter how busy you are, what age, what gender, everyone needs to make sure they are taking care of themselves and their mental health. So today we're going to start with Tiana talking about her tips and everything else. Okay, so I'm going to just quickly, well not quickly, I've got quite a bit to say, Um, but yeah, like Lauren said, we're going to be talking about mental health during university college, um, because transitioning from high school, secondary school, to university college is a really big thing, and there's a lot of stress and, yeah, a lot of stress that comes with it um so yeah like I said like university is a big thing and to many it's a brand new fresh start it's a brand new experience um most of the time when students go to uh university or college they stay on campus um in Australia that's not really a big thing unless you're an international student so you've come from like another country or another state to study I study in my state so I study in like where I was where I've been raised where I've lived my entire life basically um so I don't live on campus and I live with my family um so most students have never lived away from home or their family before so there's that stress and that anxiety that comes with that so also having anxiety while like university and college is completely normal and is more and more we are seeing students develop anxiety and depression and whatnot that comes with um, university and college. So it's quite more, it's more often, it happens more often to students than you may think. So yeah, because you're in a new environment with people you don't know, you have to make new friends, like you have that stress and priority to make new friends and try and fit in and you have to live with people you don't know which to some people is completely weird and daunting and scary um because so yeah students may feel anxious about that it's just it's completely normal and we need to kind of register not register but kind of understand that anxiety is completely normal and we need to um just yeah look for that more I guess and just kind of see as a normal thing now um especially during the year we've had 2020 
COVID-19, um, I know a lot more students were anxious and stressed and whatnot because going from on-campus studying to online studying is completely different and some students don't work well with online studying. I didn't at first. I'm still not great at it and I still don't really like it. But to some, they just completely don't work well with online studying. To others, work well, they excel at it and they love it. So, yeah. Um, so I was reading a few articles and whatnot about why students get so anxious and why we why our mental health just declines throughout the year so um i read a little bit saying that it's the stress of being a child and enjoying your schooling years and just enjoying what you have at that time and being a child and then the next year within a year or six months you're thrown into a completely new environment and forced to be an adult like forced to going to adulthood and there's a lot of psychological conditions that manifest during that period um in Australia like of like there was this little quotation from someone that said it was um I can't, I'm trying to remember I didn't write it down but it's basically having a uniform and not having a sort of responsibility and then the next minute you have responsibility, you're on your own, you're an adult, thrown into adulthood and you don't have that person telling you what you should in, should be doing anymore. So, yeah. Another big tip, uh, not tip, but another thing I learned was, well, I already knew this, but a lot of our anxiety, like a lot of the anxiety in students come from failure. I do it all the time with my assignments and my studies and I think as soon as I hand up this assignment I think about it for days and days about how bad I did and I will feel so anxious and so down and just completely drained and I shut myself off from everyone. I kind of just get in my own little bubble and stress about my assignment when I know there's nothing I can do anymore. It's completely handed up. I can't take it back. And I just have this massive fear of failure. And a lot of students have it as well because we all want to do well. We all want to excel. We all want to get the best grades. And it's hard for some students. Some students excel at studies and do amazing and get top marks. Whereas other students are average students, have a little bit of a struggle. I know personally I'm not the best student. Who is the best student? No one really is, but you do have those students that just excel and seem perfect when they're not. But um, anyway, like I was saying, um, a lot of my anxiety and I think a lot of anxiety from students come from the assignments, the workload and the fear of failure. Um, in, I'm not sure if it's all, I think it's all Australia we have this grading system. Our grading system is kind of weird. It's not like ABC or however of the country store we have what do we have? We have failure to, no, fail to, fail one, pass to, pass one, a credit, a distinction and a high distinction. So high distinction is like the top, absolute, like you've done above and beyond what was expected. Distinction is you've done beyond what was expected and done really well. Credit is kind of like the average 
well, I wouldn't say it's the average point, but it's where um, you it's a good grade. It's like a really good grade. And it means that you've done well and understood what was needed and done what was needed, what was expected. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, I'm kind of just rambling and just talking about anxiety a little bit. I don't really know where I'm going with it. I just wrote some notes down and thought I'd talk about it. I just thought I'd talk about anxiety a little bit, but the concept of failure is really damaging to teens and young adults. We are given loads of coursework to do over a semester and even a week, um, especially when you're doing so many classes. Like last semester, I did two, I did three classes, then end up dropping ones the last couple of weeks. I was doing three to two classes and I didn't think the load was that much. And then coming into my second semester, I've got four classes. It's a lot more that I need to be doing and it's kind of draining and so we're circling to do all this coursework and get good grades and but also have that balance of having a social life going out having a part-time job having hobbies is hard and that's where again anxiety surfaces for students because it's time management we are trying to balance all these things and it's hard but but um, it's basically what I have to say about anxiety. But I thought I'd just give like a little bit, a little bit of a tip, some few tips on how to look after yourself if you think you're suffering, like you're feeling a bit anxious and feeling a bit stressed. So my first one is look after yourself. Take a mental health day or even half of one if you can't possibly take a whole day off. I had a mental health day during my sixth week of this semester. We're currently on a two-week mid-semester break um, and we're in the last week of that. So next week I'll be back on, be back in classes for three weeks and then I'll be done and then exams. But anyway, um, try and take a mental health day. I took an entire mental health day off on the Monday but that wasn't because of my mental health. It was because I felt like utter crap. I was in pain. Um, and then I thought it was just because I had gone out the weekend, like just that weekend gone, because I thought I'd celebrate a lot because like the last couple of weeks I'd been on a lot of assignments. And I thought I was just still hungover on Monday. But turns out that was not correct. And I ended up going to the hospital. But that's a completely different story. But yeah, like I was saying, just look after yourself, treat yourself, uh, take a mental health day, just take a day off if you possibly can or even half of a day. Um, what I like to do, take a day off, kind of take a half day off or even I like to take a night off. That's really nice. Um, treat yourself with a food or a movie or a book or like a day trip or something. Just do something you love that kind of helps you kind of get back to the spirit of well, not spirit, but try and lift your mood a little bit and not feel so anxious and stressed. Um, like I said, be kinder to yourself. Failure is not the end of the world. We need to kind of realise that, well, not kind of realise, we need to realise that failure is not the end of the world. If we fail, we fail. There's nothing really we can do about it except improve and do better for next next time. So we need to learn that failure is just, a little bit of um yeah it's just I'm trying to think of the word but I can't think of it but just know that failure is not the end of the world it may take a while for you to realize this and think that I'm still struggling to think that 
and yeah just know it's not the end of the world and it's not the worst thing that can happen and yeah just be kinder to yourself and that's all I have to basically say if I had no idea what I was going to talk about I just wrote some things down and just figured I'd talk and see where it goes so um sorry if it just sounded like I'm rambling didn't really know where I was going with it but we really wanted to make an episode about mental health and the anxiety that students have during university and college because it's a very daunting it's a new time nobody really knows what they're doing so yeah I feel like you did pretty good for um (laughs) you said you just wrote down notes and stuff I I didn't even write down any notes so (laughs) mine's probably gonna be even more disorganized but I guess I'll start off with just saying, like, as she was, as Tiana was saying, um, going from high school to college, or I know I've seen a lot of YouTubers that I watch that are older than me, or even in like YouTube or not YouTube Facebook groups that I'm in, um, a lot of students that have graduated or and are moving on to the next chapter of their life, whether it be from high school to college, like I just said or graduating from college, and then trying to deal with the post-grad life, it's affecting a lot of people mentally, because you're so used to a certain way of living. Um, It throws your whole life off, and the fact of not doing what you're used to, it throws off your mentality, it will affect your mental health, give you anxiety most likely. Well, it depends on the person, but it's happening with a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are having are getting depressed because they're so used to their college life and now they have to either continue on the schooling, figure out what they want to do with their job, find a job that they are interested in for their post-grad life or and so on. Um, so when dealing with those kind of things, you just have to try to I know you have to, first of all, feel your emotions. You can't just push them away because then eventually it's only going to make it worse. But not only that, um, just think about what will make you the happiest in the end. I know we all want to just keep doing things that either everybody expects us to do or things that will make other people happy or I don't know a lot of us are trying to people please when we need to really please ourselves we can't just also we can't just focus on money when it comes to careers we need to do things that will actually make us happy like at the beginning when I first started college my overall goal was to originally go to school to be a pharmacy uh, not a pharmacy a pharmacist I was going to say pharmacy tech. Um, I didn't realize at the time how bad I was at college chemistry. High school chemistry did not compare to my college classes. And I kept trying to put myself through it. And even though I still had to take chemistry and everything, I'm so happy I changed my major. Because imagine if I had to incorporate chemistry in my everyday job someday. I would be miserable. And I was kind of miserable when I was taking the classes. 
don't force yourself to stick to a major even that you are not interested in. Like, yeah, I think you should probably try to push through the semester or something at least. But after that semester, if you're only like, even like a year behind more than that, I switched my major last summer as a junior and now I'm a senior only going part-time this fall. And then in the spring, I only have two classes left and then I graduate. So even if you switch late, it's, if you just grind it out, you, you can probably graduate on time. Don't worry about that. And even if you graduate late, so many people just, so many people graduate late. Some people graduate early. Like, don't let that intimidate you. Um, so yeah, pick so- focus on something that will make you happy. Um, if you're in post-grad life, like I said, same applies with the major thing. Just try to find or think of a job, even if it's not related to what you graduated with. Try to find a job that will make you happy. You don't want to go to a job every day that makes you miserable. Even in my little part-time job right now, I, I'm hitting six months, not six months, six years there next month. Sorry, I can't speak today. And after those six years, I feel like I've overstayed my welcome and I'm ready to leave. Like, I feel like I'm miserable every time I go. It's just not the same. Like, I started there when I was 15. I'm 21. I'm, like, done with it now. I'm just kind of keeping it for now until I can find a paid internship. But I want to find something that makes me happy. I'm ready for that next level. I am not going to keep it around just because I need the money. Like, I'm going to try to find something else. But... I'm not going to keep that until I graduate because my mental health is more important. Every day I come home from work, I am kind of (laughs) miserable. I'm happy to be home, but I'm like so pissed off about the day that I just had at work. Like that shouldn't be that way. Um, So that, um, when it comes to anxiety, I have anxiety. Um, About anxiety, I guess... If you have really bad anxiety or if you have worse mental health issues or more intense, I guess I could put it, that aren't temporary, I suggest you should go to the doctor. Um, I know a lot of people don't like being on medication and that's fine. There's plenty of things you could try to use without going on medication. There's therapy out there. um, But... If you're open to going to the doctor, you should try to see what the doctor says, even if you mention that you don't want to go on medication. Because I, myself, even I went on anxiety meds and then I went off of them because it just wasn't for me. Um, and another person that talks a lot about that is Kenzie Elizabeth. She talks about all the time in her vlogs how she's like, she's for medication, like, If you need it and it helps you and it doesn't have any bad side effects for you, then go for it. Like, so that's that. But for tip wise, sorry, I just got like wicked deep in the tunnel there for a second. But when it comes to tips, a lot of people say that mental health is like much more in self-care as well. 
is much more than taking a bubble bath and just, I don't know, a face mask and whatever else. You need to make sure you try to get yourself enough sleep. Like Tiana said, like, try not to overload yourself between social life, work, school. It sounds great. And I do the same thing. I don't get enough sleep. But I at least try to get myself to catch up on the weekends. Like, if I didn't do that, I think I would be totally sick. Because that's what I, I used to make myself sick because I wouldn't get enough sleep. Um, take your vitamins, do all the basic self-care things. And another quote, I forget what podcast I heard it on, but it was this week. And just think when you're stressing about your overloaded plate and you have wicked bad anxiety about everything you have to do and you have so much stress, just think all your past mistakes The only time you should be looking back is when you are trying to see how far you've come. You should not dwell on all the things that you have done in your past. Just keep trying to move forward. Look back at what happened. Just keep moving forward. There's no reason to be stuck on a bad situation that you had happened before. Unless it was, like, a horrible thing. (laughs) But, like... If it was something small, like, don't, you know how there's so many quotes, like, or posts, like, oh, when I'm laying in bed at three o'clock in the morning, I can't fall asleep, and I'm wondering where my birth certificate is, or something, like, that's the kind of stuff, like, don't stress yourself about that, um, like, oh, remember that one time I sent a text to this person, or whatever, like, there's no reason you should be stressing about that. Just keep trying to move forward. Don't worry about it. Like, it's a mistake. And life will go on. I don't know. Just try to take care of yourself as much as you can. Um, Meditate. There's so many different things. I mean, it's not going to help everybody depending on your level of intensity in the mental health area, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. There's so many things you could say to this subject, but yeah, just try to deal with it the best you can, I guess. Yeah, there's definitely, like, there's so much people can learn about mental health and do to improve their mental health. Um, We could probably talk about it for ages and other people would have so many different opinions not opinions but different advice and whatnot it's just a massive thing and it's kind of hard like something might work for someone else and it might not help for you work for you so it's it's hard to kind of improve it's not hard to improve your mental health but it's hard to get back to kind of being completely 100 percent. I don't think we are ever able to really get back to that 100%. But like Laura said, there's just so much we could say about it. But um, we're not, we're not, um, I don't even know. I'm trying to say something, but I don't even know anymore. Like we're not professionals, I guess we should, I could say in what, in this field. So Yes, I totally agree with that. That's why I'm like, I say all these things, but I also don't want to make anybody mad because I know some people get mad when people try to give tips. I We're just 
trying to tell you guys what help us. Yeah, we're Go. just trying to make it a bit more, spread some awareness, I guess you could say. Yes. Um, because, just because it works for us doesn't mean it's necessar- necessarily going to work for you, but if you haven't tried these things or heard some of these things, then we hope you could try to apply them to your life if you haven't tried already. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, exactly like Lauren said. <laughs> So that's all we have for that part, but now we want to talk about our highs and lows, because we haven't done highs and lows in a long while. Um, so I guess I'll start with the highs. Um, my highs currently, I guess, are, I currently have stray days right now so far in the semester. Even though I said I'm part-time, I am still taking five classes, um, only because senior sem is only one credit. And I have to take a yoga class just for the extra credit to graduate. Um, But I do, in the other harder classes, I have straight A's and then those two, too. So that's a high. Um, Another high, I've really been, well, I'm excited about the fall weather, even though the past couple days it's been hot. But I also got to watch Halloween Town, which I feel like I haven't watched Halloween Town in so long um they don't really put it on tv anymore but because i have disney plus this year i can watch all the halloween town movies and just all the halloween disney movies which is very exciting um i'm not sure i have too many highs really i guess i have sorority chapters on zoom this semester where last semester we didn't really have any sorority zoom meetings I don't really know why they canceled it, but they ended up canceling the Zoom meetings last semester. So, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it for my highs. Well, uh, well done on straight A's. That's amazing. Um, But I guess my high would be I may not have straight A's, but I've passed... All my assignments so far, I mean, we're only going into the seventh week, but um, we've had a ton of assessments and I've passed every single one. Um, I even got a HD on one of them. So that's like one of the top marks, which it was only a quiz, but I mean, it still meant something to me because it's my first HD of the year. Um, So I was really happy with that. Um, I've gotten two distinctions distinctions yeah two distinctions this year so far so I'm really happy about that um so that's my high I've passed all my assignments another high would be that I passed my um winter school like study period for class that I wasn't sure I was going to pass but I passed I mean I just passed it luckily um I don't know what like percentage I got because they didn't they don't give percentage, so I don't really know, like, how far off I was off the next grade or how low of the pass was. I don't know. It's really weird, and it's really annoying because I like to kind of know the percentage, and they don't really like to give percentages, which quite annoys me, but I passed that class, and I didn't think I was going to pass because we had um, three lots of assessments that contributed contributed to our overall grade of the course and um the first was like a continuous quiz that we did every couple of weeks I think there was about 
three or four quizzes and I passed like every quiz so that was good and then the second assessment um was a plan for like our final assignment but I actually forgot to do the assignment and I didn't realize until the fourth day after the due day and once it hits five days you just completely get a zero so I didn't have enough time to write this assignment because I figured it out that night and when I was falling asleep so I was like oh god so that was 20% that I missed out and then I passed the last assignment but um, it wasn't like a high pass it was just kind of like an average pass but I still passed the class. That's good. Oh, and I guess another high. I have kind of three, four highs this week. Um, or just like highs from a couple of weeks ago because these are also from a couple of weeks because we haven't done this in a while. Um, but my third high is that officially last night I paid my fee to transfer my um, degree. So... Um, to transfer courses within like your university it's like completely free and you just have to have like a GPA of a four out of seven so you have you have to have a minimum of um, of a four Um, I'm just a little bit like a tad below that because I withdrew from class over the after the census date so not only do I have to pay the one thousand $500 for the course that I didn't complete um I it also went on my transcript as a fail and my GPA went down a lot I went from a five GPA to like just under a four so that's very upsetting but apart from that um I'm wanting to transfer from Bachelor of Business Legal Studies to a Bachelor of Criminology um, I'm kind of thinking maybe a double of law because I do still like the law side but I'm more interested in the criminology side at the moment but basically the high of the week was that I paid my fee to transfer from my university to another university to study criminology which is really good so that's a new step in my future that I'm completing and I'm really excited about that um, and yeah, that's actually all my highs. I only have three. But yeah, that's my highs. I feel like I have way more highs that I can't even think of. <laughs> well, I'll probably have more highs next time. Next week when we record our other episode, or our next one, I'll probably have more highs to talk about. <laughs> but um, I guess next we can go on to lows. So next we'll start with lows. Um, I guess the first one I could talk about is I've been kind of bad with like time management last night or two nights ago. I was having this big like crisis in my mind, having a stroke about how I'm basically not managing my time the way I should be. I'm a procrastinator for sure. I definitely feel like there's ways I can manage my time so much better that I can get much more done. Like instead of scrolling on Facebook and TikTok, I should be doing things more productive. Like even if I'm just reading a book, then 
that yeah so that's one of my lows i need to figure out my time management i was even looking up youtube videos and everything to make myself feel better <laughs> but i have planners and everything and i recommend planners a lot because i feel like i do get things a, a lot more things done with a planner and a to-do list but um i still feel like i need to time things out because if not i'm just gonna wait till the last minute and rush things um my next low, I guess, would be that I put in all this effort dieting during the week, and then I eat, like, crap on the weekends, and then nothing. So, basically, I'm just maintaining my weight, and I want to lose weight. <laughs> um, but I should have said in my highs, I've been trying to work out more, so hopefully that will help a little bit, and on the weekends, I need to stop instead of having like a whole cheat day i should just have a cheat meal so then i don't consume like a million kajillion calories like i just think i can eat anything in the house on saturdays um oh and my last low i believe is that last night my dog got screwed by a skunk so <laughs> my we put her in our bathtub to give her a bath and all last night after it happened and then today the bathroom smelled like skunk so every time you would walk down the hallway it smelled like skunk we washed the tub and everything and it still kind of smells which is so annoying but it happens like my dog's so friendly she probably thought it was like my cat's cousin and she's only two years old so she hasn't had a skunk experience my other dog that's five he never got sprayed by a skunk so I don't know, but he's also way more scared of animals. He's just scared of everything, and she's, like, so friendly with everything. The skunk probably got so pissed, because that's how it works, and just sprayed her. Um, but on the bright side, she was very good getting a bath in the tub, because usually we just have someone else do it at, like, a pet salon or whatever. And then I just washed my other dog while I was washing her, because might as well at that point. But yeah, those are my lows for this week. Okay, so my lows. Um, um, I haven't really had any lows this week, so I'm just going to talk about lows that I've had in the previous weeks. So uh, my first low would be that I, I, I guess it's not really low and it's kind of a good thing that it happened because like yeah it's 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 kind of a low for me because I've had to take two weeks off from everything um even though like I already had two weeks off you know of classes um but I get my first low is that I actually spent two nights in hospital just over two weeks ago um I like I said a little bit earlier woke up feeling really ill and um with like stomach cramping and just feeling really nauseous and whatnot um I just thought it was because I was still hungover because I had gone out on the Saturday night before and I went out with some friends to a pub and um into a, a mate's house beforehand and we just kind of 
let loose and had a good night full of drinking and alcohol, um, lots of alcohol. So when I woke up the next morning with a hangover, I was not surprised. Sometimes when I get a hangover, I mean, I don't really get hangovers, but when I do get hangovers, I think I've really only had two hangovers. Um, but some, like the last time I had a, like the first time I had a hangover, it was, it wasn't too bad the first, like the day after. I mean, it was horrible, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever felt. But then the second day was when I kind of felt a little bit just out of it and just a bit nauseous a little bit. And then by the, like the day after the second day, like the third day, I'm completely fine, like back to normal, like cool finally caught back up on my sleep and I feel good again so I thought this time considering how bad my hangover actually it wasn't too bad of a hangover but it was um I woke up the next day just feeling kind of nauseous and tired but I just thought it was because I was still partly hang up hungover um so I took the day off of class I mean I only had one class but I took the day off and kind of just slept the morning and felt a little bit better during the day but I still had that nauseous feeling um and then the day after that was Tuesday and I had three classes so I went to uni I ended up skipping my first class of the day because I just felt completely crap and um still felt very nauseous and um, actually at this point on the Tuesday when I stood up I felt very fatigued and I felt a little bit dizzy um, and I didn't really think much about it because I tend to not drink water I completely forget to hydrate myself and sometimes when I stand up too quickly I get head spins because I'm dehydrated so I just thought it was that because obviously I didn't hydrate myself when I was drinking on the weekend. So just thought it might've been that. And then by like 10 o'clock, not 10 o'clock, about 10, 30, 11 before my second class, I started getting pain, um, ad- abdominal pains, um, which started on the right side, lower right side, and then was spreading to like my middle area and then my left side. So I had pain and I went to my two classes in pain and just feeling really nauseous. I wasn't able to eat at all that day. The only thing, the only meal I had wasn't even a meal. The only thing I had was an iced latte. That was the only thing I had. I drove to university this day, drove to uni this day. Um, so I was driving home and I was completely in pain. I called my mom. I was like, you need to take me to the doctors. Like this is really bad. Like I've never felt this way before. And I don't think it's me hungover. I don't think it's that anymore. Um, so I went home, slept, waited for my mom that night to take me to the doctors. We went to the doctors. He, my GP, my doctor said that, um, he thought I had appendicitis. So he said, he told me to go straight to hospital. So I went to hospital and the hospitals in my state are completely horrible. I think they're horrible kind of in Australia, in all of Australia. Um, and it's not that it's horrible in this, like the hospitals horrible. It's just that the waiting time is horrible. So I was in the waiting room from 6 p.m. to, um, about 11.30 p.m. um, waiting for a doctor to be able to see me and I didn't 
get to see a doctor until 11.30. Um, he did all his tests. I had an ultrasound done because they didn't know what was wrong. They had they had ideas, but they had no idea. So they thought it was appendicitis. They thought there was something wrong with my ovaries. They thought, um, what else did they think? I can't remember what else they thought I had, but I was just in terrible pain. I had an ultrasound at like three o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, and I didn't really sleep. I think I only slept like two hours, two, three hours that night. Um, but got my ultrasound done and they saw some things wrong. And I ended up Wednesday night at 11 p.m. getting surgery so um I guess my low was that I was in I was stuck in hospital and I had surgery and I've been recovering for the last two weeks I left my house once twice I've seen my friends a couple of times they've come over and seen me and whatnot um, but I've left my house once. I went out for dinner with some friends and just kind of had a night, which I think I over extorted myself and just tried to do a bit too much because I've been in pain still again. But that's completely normal because I had surgery and like I had stuff removed. So basically, the verdict was I did not have appendicitis, but my appendix, like the tip of it, how the surgeon, the doctor, surgeon, who came around the next morning to tell me what there happened during surgery. Um, basically, I didn't have appendicitis, but if I didn't go to hospital, it, I probably would have had appendicitis. But basically, the tip of my appendix was slightly inflamed, so I had my appendix removed. And then the main thing was that I actually had a ruptured cyst in my ovary. And so I had blood in my ovaries, so I had to get blood drained from that. So, yeah, that's basically um, my low that I had surgery and I haven't been able to do anything. I've been on bed rest. I couldn't leave my bed for basically a week without it hurting to get up because um, when they do um appendix removals and just draining like to get to your ovaries they do um something that's called like a keyhole surgery so they make three incisions in your abdominal area and that's how they remove your appendix and do all that stuff down there so I have three slight little cuts just under my belly button and on my side and another one somewhere else just under my stomach so yeah, that's my low, um, that I had surgery and been on bed rest. It was fun at first because I didn't have to do any uni work and I had this great excuse for not doing my assignments and getting extensions. Um, but, yeah, that's my low. And another low that I have it w- is exactly like Lauren's first low, my horrible time management this semester. I've left assignments to the last minute. I did assign. I did an assignment in one day and got a really, really good grade. So I was happy about that. But I'm not doing that again. The stress I put myself through. 
Um, I left two assignments that were due on Saturday and Sunday till the last minute as well. I started the Saturday night one on the Friday night and did the Sunday one on Sunday. But, I mean, I passed them. But, yeah. So, I really want to improve my time management, even though I have, like, three weeks left. But, um, yeah. I mean, I've kind of left another assignment to the last minute, kind of. I, it's Wednesday for me today, and I have an assignment due on Monday, and I'm going away for the weekend. So, that's great. But um, those are my lows. I can't believe you had... <laughs> Not only did you have to get surgery, it was like a two-in-one surgery. You had to have two things done. That stinks. Yeah, it was, yeah. I didn't know anything was wrong with my ovaries until after the surgery the next morning when they came around and said, oh, there was also this wrong. You also had a ruptured cyst and there was blood in your ovaries and that's probably why you felt very nauseous. I was like, great. I thought it was just my appendix. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Well, at least, I guess it probably would have been worse if the appendix burst, right? So Yeah, yeah, so I'm just glad, even though it wasn't, like, completely inflamed and it was only slightly inflamed, it's now out and I don't have to worry about ever getting appendicitis and because I no longer have an appendix, so. It sucks regardless, that's terrible. (laughs) But I'm glad you got it handled, though, because it would have happened sooner or later. So yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. awful, and I'm glad you're recovering better because I know um, I know you had to relax for a few days, and you're still hopefully being easy on yourself. So yes, yeah. yeah, it's been hard. I mean, it's good to relax, like, but it's kind of come at a kind of bad time. Well, not I wouldn't say it was a bad time because I went on my two breaks from classes so I didn't have to worry about classes but I've had to have two weeks off of work so I've had no income for two weeks now so that's kind of sucked but that's okay I'm slowly getting back into work this week so but yeah Um, well that's good I'm, I'm glad that you're going to have to give us a new update next time. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think I will have to once I have my two-week checkup next week. So yes. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All righty. Well, sounds good to me. So that was it for this week's episode. We hope you enjoy- all enjoyed it and enjoyed uh, listening to us kind of chat and talk about our highs and lows. I kind of missed doing them, but... They were hard to do when we first started the podcast because we weren't really able to go out and do anything. So it was a bit hard to talk about our hoes and hoes, our highs and lows. Um, but now that everything's slightly getting better and whatnot, we can talk about them some more. So um, like I said, we hope you enjoyed. We'll be back next week with a, another episode. And if you have any requests or if you want to hear us talk about anything, just let us know on Instagram. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's always our Insta- our podcast Instagram and our personal Instagrams are always in the description of the episodes. But our um, podcast Instagram is just at the Hype Girls Podcast and our personals will be in the description. 
So make sure to follow us. Um, we try and post on our Instagram as much as possible. And it's also when we um, announce when our episode is out or when the new episode is coming out and when we're recording. So, yeah, just make sure to follow us there and leave us comment or DM us any requests that you want to hear in future episodes. And, yeah, that's all we have. And we'll chat to you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. If you guys haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. 